going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show and today's episode of Winning Mentality. Really glad you guys are joining today uh, because today is going to be a little bit different from the way that we've traditionally done this. Ever since I started this show, it's been all interview style. And so we've had guests on from all different backgrounds, talked about a lot of great topics, have gotten tons of great feedback, episodes have been shared, the audience has grown, a lot of great things with the show. But today, it's just going to be me on here. And so uh, this could go this could go a couple of ways. Hopefully you guys enjoy it, but feel free to leave some feedback afterwards. Let me know what you think of this. And I'll tell you where this idea came from. I was just really reflecting back to experiences that I've had. And as I'm traveling or even just living day to day, you know, here where, where I live, I oftentimes will file away stories from interactions that I have with other people or experiences, things that I believe there's a message in a lot of times that's that message is just for me, one that I think that I need to hear. But I think there's value for other people to hear some of these stories and some of those messages that of at least the way that I interpret these stories as well. And and so I want to share one that's uh, actually just from a couple months ago. I was out and I'll jump right into it, but out in uh, Arizona and I went out there to run. I originally signed up for a full marathon and had to drop it down to a half marathon. I had some Achilles issues going on that just couldn't get my training to, to where I wanted it to be. And, you know, as I'm thinking about this race, it was really, it was an awesome race, great setup, great venue, had a blast running it. The time was pretty in line with what I expected to run and what kind of what I had set out to run. But one of the most memorable experiences wasn't even from my own race, uh, wasn't even really about me at all. Uh, just the the way that I interpreted this story and you know the lessons that I took for myself. But we were actually the way that it was set up was pretty nice. I had a hotel that was literally about 50 feet from the finish line, had no idea that my booking genius was that good, uh, but that's how it turned out. And so after the race was finished, it made it really nice because you could get right back over to the hotel and they had a pool over there. They had actually a hot tub. And so a bunch of the runners after they, you know, cooled down and, you know, visited like they have after every big race, they have, you know, the bagels, the beer, the, you know, all the post-race stuff. Um, and so after that, all the runners had kind of made their way back over to, you know, the pool area that we're staying at the hotel. And so I'm sitting in the the hot tub and there's a couple other folks in there. And one of the guys was a guy who had uh, run the full marathon. He was probably in his late 40s, if I had to guess. And we started talking. And one of the first things he mentioned, you can tell this guy was excited, is he said, he said, I qualified for Boston. And for anyone that knows marathon running or running in general, qualifying for Boston is a big deal. It's not an easy thing to do. Depending on your age group, there's a certain time that you have to run to qualify for that race. I know for 30 to 34-year-old or 35-year-old males, I think it is, the time is three hours flat that you have to run faster than. So for somebody in their late 40s, probably a little bit more than that. Not sure the exact time, but it's not slow. And uh, it's pretty pretty big deal when somebody accomplishes that. So obviously was congratulating him and was just uh, asking some questions about the race and he started talking about how he had run this one three times and he had run a bunch of other ones and he had, he had missed, he had missed the qualifier quite a few times. He said he had dealt with some injuries, had some plantar fasciitis that he had, you know, had to work through, which ultimately had sent him to a physical therapist. And he said he went to the physical therapist and he chose this physical therapist specifically because she had a background in running. 
And when he went in there, very first appointment, he said to her, he's, he said, here's what's going on. He said, I'm, I'm trying to qualify for Boston. I need to run this time for a marathon. I've tried this, this, this. I think, you know, not only with plantar fasciitis, I think, um, you know, obviously that's a hindrance. I think my training maybe needs some adjustment as well. W- would you be willing to coach me? You've got experience in this. You've worked with runners. You know my injury now. Would you be willing to work with me? I'll pay you separately. And she ended up agreeing to coach this gentleman. And uh, lo and behold, I don't know if it was a year later, or however many months, but he's you know here in Arizona and he qualifies. And it was a it was a pretty cool story just to kind of hear. And he was talking through his race experiences, you know, itself. And I finally asked him. I said, "We're sitting there," and the lady was asking him some questions too. I said. How, how long have you been trying to qualify for Boston? And he looked at me and he almost got misty eyed and he said, 12 years. And I just kind of sat there and I just, I just looked at him and nodded my head. And I thought to myself, man, 12 years, this guy has been training for a full marathon here I am almost throwing a pity party for myself because I had to back out of my first one that I've signed up for. And I've been training for like a year and a half. And anyone that knows marathon training, man, that is a grind. You are putting in a lot of time on the weekends. You're out there for sometimes three hour long runs plus maybe. And it's a grind. You're training in a lot of times crappy weather. Um, you're trying to accomplish something on one given day. A marathon's not like a 5K or a mile where you could go and run three of them in a month or, or four of them in a month or whatever. It's you get kind of one shot and then your body takes a while to recover from that. And the fact that this guy just kept trying, 12 years, just kept trying, and he finally got it. I I really I walked away from that and you know, it took me a minute to really kind of process all of that and the messages of what I heard and what he said. And there were a few key points that I took away. One is the the obvious of the keep going and don't quit. I think it's a, a phenomenal testament to perseverance as, as good as it probably gets in that. You, you know, the guy worked through injury and he just refused to, to give up on that. I think one of the one of the other big ones too though is before you even get to the don't quit is he knew exactly what he was trying to accomplish. And so if that was a number one, and as I'm going through these, think about in your own life, something that you're trying to accomplish, something that maybe you haven't accomplished yet um, that seems like it's a lofty goal that maybe you've gotten discouraged with. I I want you to think about these points. And anything you're trying to accomplish, number one, I think is you got to be very specific. His specific goal was qualify for the Boston Marathon. He knew he needed to run X time. Boom, write it down. Think about it all the time. Reflect on it all the time. That's the goal. The second piece, obviously, is the perseverance. It's it's don't quit. It's keep going. When you think about this analogy has probably been used a million times, but if you were to walk into the forest, there's a massive tree and you have an axe It may seem like it takes forever to chop that thing down, but boy, if you keep swinging, eventually that thing is going to fall. Maybe you've got to take a step back and sharpen the ax from time to time. Maybe you hit a knot every now and then, and you've got to approach it from a different angle. There are going to be things when you're chasing your goals where you have to make adjustments. Very few times is the first plan or the first strategy 
that you put together, the one that's ultimately going to get you there. So perseverance, part of that is, is making adjustments, but continuing to keep going. The other piece that I really reflected back on is this guy got to a place where, and this convicted me even, but he got to a place where he wasn't afraid to ask for help. He went to this physical therapist and he said, I've gotten as far as I can get on my own here. I need some help. Can you please help me? And sometimes it can be so easy to, for whatever reason, just not want to ask for help. We want to try to do it on our own. We think, oh, I've got this. And I was guilty of it. You know, I'd had some Achilles issues that I was battling for two years before I finally went to a physical therapist to get it looked at because I thought in my head, oh, I know what's going on. I can make the adjustment. I can muscle through it. And quite honestly, I look back on it. I'm like, that was so dumb. Like, why didn't I just go ask for help sooner? And it's okay to do that. Whatever you're doing, sometimes you've got to get around other people who have experience in what you're doing or who have a little bit different perspective. They might just be able to say one thing that sparks something in your mind that that is the exact piece that you need to move forward, right? They might have just that other perspective that you need to actually take that next step. The other part about you know the right people conversation on that third point is sometimes you've got to eliminate the negative people out of your life too. Not just find the right people to put yourself around that can maybe help you in your pursuit of a goal that can give you some tips here or there or whatever it may be. But I'm sure that this guy probably also had people that were, man, you know, you're, you're 40, whatever years old, you've been doing this, you've got these injuries. Why don't you just take a step back? Why don't you just back off? You know, maybe it's not in the cards and you've got to shut those people out. If it's something that you are really, truly believing that you want to accomplish and that you know that you should be accomplishing um, something that's a purpose for you, then you've got to get rid of the naysayers. You've got to get rid of the negative influences in your life. And I know that can be hard, but those people aren't helping you get to that goal that you're trying to accomplish. And so putting yourself around the right people being the third point, the last point on this whole thing, and and I think this just sums it up, but when I'm sitting there and looking at the look on this guy's face as he's saying he qualified for Boston, and it was like he just couldn't believe it, just the overwhelming joy of accomplishment is that sometimes it's the struggle that makes the victory that much sweeter. Um, if everything in life was easy, then the the sweetness of victory just wouldn't be the same. And sometimes I think, you know, in society, we can get in these these conversations around, you know, let's, let's coddle people a little bit. Let's not let them fail. But in reality, it's failure that gives you the full experience of life and gives you the ability to learn and to grow and to get stronger and to ultimately win at bigger and bigger things, to learn how to overcome adversity. Tony Bennett has said this, he said it after they lost to UMBC. And obviously you guys know I'm a big UVA fan. They came back the next year, win the national championship in men's basketball, But adversity, when used the right way, can take you to a place that you would have otherwise never gotten. And sometimes when you're tackling your goals, you're you're chasing your goals rather, and you're trying to pursue this thing, whatever it is that you're after, you you just got to keep knocking and you just got to realize that whatever it is that you're going through is going to make you stronger and it's going to make you that, it's going to make it that much sweeter when you actually accomplish what what it is that you're set out to accomplish. 
as we're leaving this conversation, the guy asked me, he said, he said, how old are you? And I said, 32. And his response to me was, you got a lot of great running ahead of you. And again, that was for me, it was a perspective shift because I had even thrown myself a little bit of pity party having these Achilles issues like, man, maybe it's not in the cards. Maybe it's maybe it's not in the cards to go qualify for Boston, which is a goal of mine. Um, you know, I haven't been able to shake this injury, but he snapped me out of it. Just with that statement, he snapped me out of it. He's like, you know what? This guy's right. This guy stinking was trying for 12 years and finally qualified for Boston. If this guy can do that for 12 years, man, it's, I'm, I'm going to get it right. And so whatever it is that you're working on, um, again, just keep going, keep knocking, keep swinging that ax. And eventually that tree's going to fall for you. So Hope this helps you guys. Uh, would love to hear feedback. Uh, maybe I'll do some more episodes like this and just give you my take on certain stories that that I come across. Um, but again, the goal here is to, to have these conversations around topics that I think can really help you, that can really help move you forward. Sometimes you just need that other encouraging voice in your ear to let you know that one, you're not alone. Um, and two, just keep going because you're going to get there. The light at the end of the tunnel is getting closer and closer for you if you believe that for yourself. So um, God bless you guys. And uh, once again, hope this helps and we'll talk to you soon.